Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve a case. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And who are you? Oh, I'm Maria. Oh, oh, nice to meet you. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Maybe one of these days we'll get around to the Netflix party. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So you've been promising that for weeks. I know. <laughs> it's been years. It's been, it, yeah, there's no time in quarantine. <laughs> Erios also has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off. We get so many messages. So please uh, keep them coming and we'll play them all on our Friday mini episodes. Do the other ear Yes, sexual. Melissa. Whoa. I put on lipstick. Yeah, Jesus. You guys should all be Patreons, patrons, because Melissa is bringing it today. I showered for the first time in, look, I don't know if it's been a week, but it's been (laughs) at least four days. (laughs) She's in Bermuda. She's showered. She's wearing lipstick. Feeling great. She looks great. 
I wish we were in Bermuda. Oh, oh my God. I want to, when this is over, I want to take a trip to Hawaii so bad. Allie, I saw, I'm part of Scott's Cheap Flights. I don't know if you have that. No, I don't. And round trip, August through November, Hawaii from Burbank, $280. Holy shit. That's crazy. My question though, is that are the hotels going to be cheaper? I don't know. Are we going to be allowed to travel in August? I don't know. Maria, you you have no info. I have nothing. <laughs> All I know, I just know that there's a good price out there. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. These are stairs. These are like what stairs are. Maria's Zoom background are stairs. You're getting ready for our episode already. Um, Melissa, who are our patrons today? We have Stephanie O, Phoebe M, Nicolette V, Christina K, Angie M, Sarita J, Hannah K, and Thomas K. Oh, I wonder if Hannah and Thomas are either siblings or married. It's possible. Anything's possible. Well, thank you guys so much for joining, and uh, some pretty cool things will be coming your way soon. Melissa, should we get into the episode for today? Yes. Our main story. Michael Peterson was convicted of the death of his wife, Kathleen, who was found dead at the bottom of their staircase in 2001. Michael's indictment, trial, and conviction were all documented in the 13-part docuseries on Netflix called The Staircase. Yes. To this day, Michael maintains his innocence. What really happened to Kathleen? Could an owl be to blame? Let's Let's find find out. out. It used to be, let's get into it. Let's get into it. it. (laughs) We like to switch things up. Keep it fresh and new. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not how you create a brand. That is true. That's a good point. Sorry. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's a case that spanned more than 15 years. Author Michael Peterson, accused of killing his wife, Kathleen, is inside of a Durham courtroom right now. His wife, Kathleen Peterson, was 48 years old in December 2001 when her body was found in a back staircase at the Peterson's Durham home. Who is Michael Peterson? So he's a author of, of crime books. He co-wrote books with a lot of journalists. Mm. He married his first wife, Patricia, in 1996. They had two kids. He had many affairs with men and women during their marriage. No, well, during this marriage, she didn't know about it. His, he, okay, he's married two times. Yes, the first marriage, she didn't know about the extramarital stuff. She, right. Um, so he also enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps in 1968. He served in Vietnam, but he was honorably discharged in 1971 from injuries that he got from a car accident. He claimed that he was awarded two Purple Hearts. He said he had the medals, but not the documentation for them. He said he got one Purple Heart after being hit by shrapnel when another soldier stepped on a landmine, and the other when he was shot. And he eventually admitted that his war injury was not the result of shrapnel in Vietnam, but it was a result of a car accident in Japan. So he was kind of... That's interesting. Yeah, it was a little interesting background on him. Yeah. So Michael and Patricia lived in Germany for a while, 
And they befriended another couple next door neighbors, Elizabeth and George, who had two kids as well. I wonder if they knew Hilda. Das ist Hilda. Who? No, no one remembers. Never mind. You remember Das is Hilda from the Hinter Kaifek episode. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So George died in 1983 in a military operation. Then two years later, Elizabeth died by falling downstairs in her home. Michael was the last person who saw her that night. They had dinner together at Elizabeth's house, and then Michael stayed to help her with the dishes. So he was the last person who saw her. And then she was discovered by the maid the next morning. Weird. Yes, suspicious. Yeah. Michael and Patricia adopted the two kids that uh, Elizabeth uh, and George left behind. Uh, These two kids' names were Margaret and Martha. That's really nice. Right. And they both call uh, Michael Peterson dad. Right. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Michael and Patricia got divorced in 1987. Two years later, in 1989, Michael moved in with Kathleen Atwater and they married in 1997. On December 9th, 2001, Michael and Kathleen were hanging out in the backyard over their North Carolina mansion by the pool when Kathleen went back inside. Michael went inside and found her at the bottom of the stairs. He called You don't buy it? Okay. No, I don't buy that. So they they allegedly had like a really idyllic, perfect marriage. Were super happy with these kids. Um, and they also had kids of their own at this point, too. Kathleen had... So they had five children altogether. Yeah, Kathleen had one from a previous marriage. So Patricia and Michael had two, then they had two more adopted. Martha and Margaret are the adopted kids. Kathleen has a daughter named Caitlin. Yes. She initially supported Michael Peterson, but then ultimately thought that he was guilty. After she found out that he was... uh, Bi. Yes. Then two from Michael's first marriage from Patricia. And then Todd and Clay. Yes. Okay. Uh, So those are the five kids. Okay. So then Michael goes to explain what happened that night. They rented a movie from Blockbuster. They rented America's Sweetheart starring Julia Roberts and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Have you seen that? Yeah, a long time ago. I actually feel like it's a good movie. Billy Crystal? You know what's crazy? And John Cusack. Did you watch this last night, Maria? No. I've seen The Staircase. Like I know all this, but whenever I'm 
buttering toast. I think of that scene from America's Sweethearts. Do you know that scene where Julia you Roberts asks, asks her sister or whatever to make the toast for her? Well, no, she she wakes up with John Cusack or whatever, like they spent the night together and he butters her toast and she went, you're buttering. She goes, you're buttering my toast. No one's ever buttered my toast before. Oh, I don't remember that. I And I also got the scene wrong. She's so used to taking care of her sister. Oh, right. Um, so I thought of that line this morning and then you just oh, said weird. that. Like, oh, whoa. Weird. How crazy. Synchronicity. That That's weird. That stuff freaks me out. That's the simulation. Yeah, but I always think of it when I butter toast. So Okay, well I don't know. It's a simulation. Yeah. Uh they said they went to sit by the pool and drink some wine, and then Kathleen went inside to go to bed. Uh she had also taken Valium that night. So yeah, because she said she'd recently been getting really bad headaches and she had been even calling like her mom and like her sister and stuff like that to say she'd been getting headaches. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they find her body and then the ma- medical examiner found lacerations on Kathleen's head, but there was no mm-hmm. bruising or skull fractures. Right. So weird. The blood splatter expert said that the amount of blood would be from an attack. Yeah. This is the blood splatter expert who he's... Alleged expert. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about him a little later. Is someone else in the room with you right now? No. Oh, my God. In your video, there was just, like, a black spot next to you. Oh, I saw that, too. Is there a ghost? Maybe it's because of the... What do you think that is? Because usually when that happens, that's like, I don't know. I feel like your your body does... Melissa, I hate you. (laughs) Melissa, seriously, I hate you. (laughs) Melissa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bye, Melissa. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. For Zoom backgrounds, you can change it to video or uh, or images. So I was like, oh, I'll record a video of my office, my room, and I'll wait two uh-huh. minutes. I'll have Martin come in, like, oh, sorry, like open the door. And then I'll uh-huh. walk in myself to make it look like I'm walking in on myself. That was incredible, Melissa. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. That's amazing. Oh my God, that really blew my mind. So they were recreating, like, the scene to see if, like, everything that Michael said could have happened. Their house was so big. They lived in, like, a mansion. So they were like, well, could you hear someone screaming or falling down the stairs if he was, you know, sitting out by the pool? Like, why didn't... Because he? it was, like, a half hour after she left the pool to go inside that he came inside. So she was there for, like, I don't know, a half hour. So they recreated. They tried to, like, have yeah. someone screaming in the house. And they couldn't hear. Interesting. The so they couldn't hear someone in the house screaming because their house was huh. in, like, a mansion. Yeah. So that they did, like, they recreated a lot of things. Um, and then this documentary crew starts filming weeks after Kathleen dies. It's this French guy. And so they are there for everything they shoot over 600 hours of footage 
Yeah, which is crazy. So then um, the trial starts in 2003. Yeah, two years after she died. Right. So the defense team is David Rudolph, who was actually on the team for Stephen Avery, oddly enough. Yeah. Dr. Warren Spitz, who's one of the most renowned pathologists in the world, who worked on the JFK assassination, Martin Luther King, Casey Anthony, O.J. Simpson. And he was sued by John Benet's brother, who Spitz accused of killing John Benet. And he said that Kathleen's death was from a fall. Yeah, like, he's a pro. Yeah. He's, like, also 90 years old, too, because he worked on the JFK. I was like, how old is this guy? He's, like, 90. Yeah, so the prosecution said that Michael killed Kathleen with a fireplace poker, that he, like, poked her in the head, I think it was, like, three times, and then, yeah. and then like, bludgeoned her, and she uh, fell down the stairs. Yeah. The documentary crew, uh, but they said that the poker was missing. They assumed that um, he had killed her with a poker and then disposed of it somehow. Um, and this was the, their leading testimony was that, you know, like this is this was how they were trying to incarcerate him. Uh, but the documentary crew found the poker later in the garage. But it was dismissed because of how long it had been sitting. Yeah, they were in the in the staircase. They show them like in the basement or in the garage or whatever. And they like see it. They're like, holy shit, is this the murder weapon? Right. But then even weirder or the quote unquote murder weapon. Um, but then even weirder is that. So when they, finally they get a retrial and David Rudolph discovers that the police actually did find the fireplace poker in 2002 and they photographed themselves with it. Oh but, yeah. But they thought that it was a coat hanger and not a fireplace poker. So they ended up just putting it back and they did not tell David Rudolph or Michael Peterson or the judge or anyone about this. And then they also exhumed Elizabeth Ratliff's body, who is the first woman um, who Michael Peterson knew who fell down the stairs, the mother of his adopted children. And they actually changed that from uh, an accident to a homicide in 2003. So that's still, like, unsolved. Yeah. So he... His bisexuality became an issue in the trial because it was before everyone was woke and we knew that everybody was a little bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so he, Michael claims that he had an open relationship with Kathleen. Right. Where they were married and he could have sex with men. He said that she knew about everything and she was okay with it. But Caitlin, who's Kathleen's daughter from a previous marriage, was originally on Michael's side, but when she found this out, she was like, oh, no, he's guilty. Yeah. He, mur he murdered because she's... She guilty. seemed like a prude bitch. Yeah, she was a real prude bitch. And so this escort that Michael had been communicating with, Brad, he actually gave testimony. And it was, like, it was really good testimony. He was smart, and he made people laugh. Yeah. And... He was, like, really well-spoken, and he said that most of the men that he saw were professionals because his fees were high. They were, like, doctors, lawyers, 
one judge, and then like everyone laughed, and the judge was like, "It's not this judge." Yeah, it was great. It's like, ha ha. <laughs> so he said the men he would see were predominantly straight with minor homosexual tendencies, right? Which kind of describes Michael, I guess, and everybody. And he also said, "Yeah, and everybody." He also said most of the men he saw who were married said that their wives knew they were bisexual. Yeah. And he said that Michael told him that he had a great relationship with his wife and nothing would ever destroy it. And also, like, the kids back this up. Yeah. The kids of all, all except for the one kid. Right. Caitlin. All these kids that were like, we knew dad was a little gay and, and yeah. nobody cared. Also, yeah. also, um, the prosecution, Frida Black, uh, disclosed that oh, he, this, he this had, he had like gay porn on his computer and that like, because of that. Oh my he, God. Yeah, yeah. And like, because of that, he was a murderer. Yeah. She was, you got, if you watch the documentary, she is an intense woman. Yeah. She looks like she's from like the eighties, even though it's like the nineties and like the early two thousands. Totally, a hundred. The first time I saw this documentary, I thought it was from the eighties, but based on it how looks, she looks, yeah, it's everyone's. It's so crazy. Yeah. So she claimed that he was a liar because he's an author. Yeah. She's like, he's an author. You can make up stories. You can make up anything. Yeah, like he makes up stories for a living. So therefore, yeah. he made up this murder plot, and he definitely yeah. did it. She also said that you, if you have hardcore porn or filth on your computer, you're capable of anything. She also said, do you think Kathleen would have been okay with Michael going off having sex with men? That is not the way soulmates conduct themselves. By the way, like, I know bisexual men who are in relationships with women, but, like, have sex with men. Yeah. Like, if you were to, like, if my husband was like, look, I love you. But I love men too, and I just want to go have sex with them. Like at the, I would be like, okay, like I don't. I think that would be fine. Yeah, like, my voice keeps getting higher. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's not uncommon. It's not like something that's not a well, deal prove breaker. Prove it, Melissa. Yeah, Melissa, prove well, it. Prove it. <laughs> I don't think Martin is attracted to men, but if he was, and he was like, look, this is a thing that I need to do, I would be like, okay, you know what? That's fine. You know what? I mean, also just for reality's sake, I I only know one couple who is a bisexual man and uh, who's dating a woman. He's like, I'm in love with this woman. She is my soulmate. But sexually, there's something that I can only be satiated by having sex with a man. And mm -hmm. I'm in like an emotional really, I will never have sex with a woman other than her. But sometimes I want to be emo like sexually gratified by a man. And so that's like the stipulations of their relationship. Yeah, I have a friend who's married and the woman is the one. She's like, I'm kind of gay and I want to hook up with women. So Oh, I know he's tons like, cool. of that. Yeah, and I know. He's like, cool, go for it. Oh, yeah, I know a bajillion of those. Yeah. Um. So she she was like a real life Cruella DeVille. Oh, yeah. But she, in 2012 and 2006, 2016, she was arrested for DUIs. Oh, my God, she really? Yeah, she ended up, she's working at a dry cleaners, like she lost her job. Oh my and god. she ended up dying in 2018 of liver disease. Like oh, her life no. She was alcoholic. Yeah, she was like a hardcore alcoholic. Got, she got disbarred. Oh, like shit. It was, yeah, some really bad Allie, together. your body looks insane <laughs> right now because your chair. <laughs> it looks like you don't have a neck. 
You're like you're like Ed from Ninety Days. Yes. You look like a lunch lady. You look like a lunch lady with that. You got pineapples on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're five thousand pounds. To be honest, it's crazy. <laughs> Take a screenshot of this. Oh my god, that's so funny. Because what's happening is your shirt's being pulled up by the chair that you're on. (laughs) Oh my god. My my goal is for everyone on the podcast who thinks I'm hot to just very very quickly be. Oh my god. Guess what? I have the confidence to not move from this position. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that sucks for Michael Peterson even more. Like everyone on the prosecution ended up being like disbarred or fired from their job for like incompetence after yeah. his trial. It was crazy. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so Michael was found guilty in 2003, unanimously, obviously. Yeah. He was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, multiple appeals were filed and they were all denied. 
Yeah. So part of the reason why he was found guilty was this blood spatter expert. Um, his name was Dwayne Deaver. And he was like, basically, the way that this blood is splattered, 100% means that it was not a fall. I've worked on all these cases where there were falls. And this is not one of them. This is definitely a homicide. Um, and like, I can tell that, you know, these are the points of impact and blah, blah. After this case, he was accused of falsifying evidence in 34 cases. It was crazy. Yeah. So he uh, basically would just work for prosecution and fabricate experiments to fit the results that they wanted. In the case for Michael Peterson, he said that he had done like 500 cases before. And it turned out that he had only done three cases. Oh, my God. I just said it had only done three cases. And you hold up two fingers. (laughs) He'd only done three (laughs) cases before the Peterson case. And literally zero of them had to do with anyone falling. That's crazy. Yeah. He was essentially essentially just lying on the stand. And he was also responsible for a testimony, uh, an incorrect testimony, which got another person life in prison. Oh. This guy, Greg Taylor. And he was later released. Greg Taylor was released from life in prison because of Dwayne Deaver's incorrect reporting. Damn. Yeah. So Dwayne Deaver has a history of falsifying experiments, incorrect reporting, um, and just being shitty at his job uh, to the effect of like ruining people's lives. So on December 16th, 2011, Michael was released from jail on a $300,000 bail, $300,000 bail and placed under house arrest with an ankle bracelet. Because Judge Hudson found that the blood analyst Dwayne Deaver had given material misleading and deliberately false testimony about bloodstained evidence and had exaggerated his training experience and expertise. So essentially, finally, um, one of their appeals went through. And then on February 24th, 2017, Michael entered an Alfred plea which is a guilty plea entered because sufficient evidence exists to convict him of the offense, but the defendant asserts innocence. So Michael's like, I'm innocent, but I'll, I'll plead guilty because I'm like yeah. 80 years old and, and like, I don't, I'm over this. The judge sentenced him to a maximum of 86 months in prison with credit for time previously served. Because Michael had already served more time than the sentence, uh, 98.5 months, he did not go back to jail. Yeah, the West Memphis Three also did an Alfred plea. Oh, that's interesting. Remember, because they, one of them didn't want to do it. Because it's basically, you admit that there's enough evidence to accuse you of doing this. Oh. That, that you're not going to win in a trial. But if you say that, you'll get time served. So one of the West Memphis three, like out of principle, he's like, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. But because of the other two people with them, he's like, I'm doing it for these guys because we'll all get out of prison, but they won't be able to like sue anybody because they're considered guilty. It's kind of a shitty thing to do, like for people who are truly innocent. Innocent. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's fucked up because they can't, they have no recourse. They can't sue anyone or like wrongfully for anything. It's crazy. So... A fun fact about Michael Peterson's house, it's it's almost 10,000 square feet. 
It's in Durham, North Carolina. It was a filming location for the 1990 movie Handmaid's Tale. Shut up, really? I didn't even know there was a 1990 Handmaid's Tale movie. Yeah, but it's not from, it's not the same Handmaid's Tale, I don't think. Oh, wait, maybe it is. I think it's Margaret Atwood. I always get it mixed up with the Handmaiden's Tale. (laughs) (laughs) Very similar movies. I mean, I mean, (laughs) I mean the Handmaiden. There's a movie called The Handmaiden, which is a Korean, um, which is like a Korean thriller. Oh, his house is currently owned by a psychic. Who, ironically, was not aware of the house's history or the Peterson case when he purchased it. Oh my god, I wonder if the psychic feels feels stuff when... Well, he had no idea what was going on there, so maybe not. Also a crazy thing, Michael dated the Staircase editor. Yes, isn't that wild? Yeah, this woman, Sophie Benoit, starting in 2003, for 15 years while he was in prison... Yeah, they dated the whole duration of the documentary, essentially. Yeah. And she yeah. looks like both of his ex-wives. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It's crazy. Yeah, he definitely has it's a so type. It's so weird. He has a type. Yeah. So let's talk about some theories. First theory, obviously, is that Michael killed Kathleen. So... Maybe Kathleen discovered Michael's secret bisexual life and wanted to end their marriage. It was the main motive that the prosecution offered uh, at trial for Kathleen's murder. The other being a 1.5 million life insurance policy. So, and also what are the chances that he was alone with two women who both fell down the stairs? There was also a life insurance policy with the first woman who died. Oh, so when he was adopted, since he adopted the kids of Elizabeth, oh. of Elizabeth, of Elizabeth Ratliff, he um, got her life insurance policy. Oh, really? Yeah. So he got both Kathleen's life insurance policy and he got Elizabeth Ratliff's life insurance policy. Oh, right. Because her husband had already died. Because her husband had already died. So through adopting her children, he got her life insurance policy. But, like, they were already rich because Kathleen was, like, a business executive. Like, she was making a lot of money. He was making money from being an author. Right. Also, like, if you watch the documentary, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I don't I don't think that he murdered her. I. It's, it's a little coincidental that two women he was with fell down the stairs and died. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I was thinking of this editor woman has seen everything. She's seen all the footage. Right. And if she still wanted to date him, then... People want to date murderers all the time. Yeah, that's I was about true. to say, that's like that's, that's like yeah. Harley Quinn and the Joker. She was the Joker's psychologist and fell in love with him. But all of the kids, aside from Kathleen's daughter from her other marriage, they support him and they're like, we love our dad. There's no way, even after they've seen all the evidence. It seems very obvious that he did it, but I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character and I don't think he did it. Should I get Craig in here? Because he'll he'll burst both your bubbles. He thinks Michael did it? Big time. Yeah, get Craig, yeah, get Craig in here. Hey, Craig, can you come here for a moment? 
I think she fell because she took Valium and her blood alcohol level was 0.07, which is kind of high. Would you mind just telling the girls, <laughs> they, they seem to think Michael Peterson didn't kill his wife in the staircase. <laughs> Why don't All right. you think he killed his wife? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> Melissa thinks the owl did it. Well, two women in his life <laughs> fall down. I mean, for the love of... Is it this easy, ladies, to get away with murdering you? Yes. Really? Yeah. It's that easy. You you're really would over... How many people in your life have fallen down a staircase and died? None. Twice. <laughs> not only... Do, but that's not enough for you. You think what explains it is a fucking owl coming in. So two women in this guy's life fall down the stairs and die, but the second one is from an owl. It's an unfortunate coincidence, but it, I feel like if his kids, his kids... He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I think his, his kids are like, his kids believe him. And because of the fact that, like, can you imagine that trauma of going, my mom just died, and I don't want to lose my dad, too, and he's saying he didn't Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, but nothing, it, it, it's all, it, none of it matters. It's two women in his life falling down. The first one happened, and he got away with it, and he was like, all right, well, there you go. I'm keeping that in my back. But what did he gain from that? He gained two children? Well, he gained the fact that he was allowed to carry on his, you know, his gay relationships he had, you know, going on in secret without being divorced and all that other stuff. And that the life insurance bad, policy. <clears throat> right. Yeah, and the life and well, obviously. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> Dude, like Maria said, like, I, there's some odd thing. It, there's, and I do think it's like a, a, a man-woman divide here because I, yeah. Like, yeah. Way more. Women are always like, oh, no, no, there's a possibility he didn't do it. Every guy I know within a half an hour is like, what the fuck? He's going. <laughs> what are you, crazy? We should do yeah. a, a male-female poll to see who, to see if that's correct. There's something to that, that whole thing where some women fall in love with serial killers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. There's something to that, like, where it's like, well, wait, why... No guy is sitting outside of prison waiting <laughs> for a girl. Like, it's just not happening. You know? Yeah, it's, that's true. It's tied yeah. into, like, that and the whole the Munchausen by proxy. Uh-huh. Yep. You've yep. heard of that. Oh, that's, yes. What is that? Like, yeah, that's like 94% women who do that. Yeah. 94%. I mean, that's, it is crazy. There's another stat. I don't know if, I, I, you know, I'm just going to throw out a, I, I, I don't know the exact stat, but. If uh, like a, a a a baby is the most likely perpetrator of killing a baby is its own mother, and it's mm-hmm. not even I close. believe that like, up until like five years old, like it, it's not even close. Oh, I have mothers not. are We're responsible for more. Yeah, for more murders of babies than any. And I mean, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. No one's walking on the street killing babies. Well, that's also an animal trait: killing your baby. Like in the wild, I feel like that happens pretty frequently. Um, hybristophilia is the name for, for falling in love with, uh, oh, yeah. uh, with a murderer or a killer. Yeah. You guys should explore that. That's really, uh, cause that's a, I, I think that's tied to some sort of like 
primitive DNA of like wanting the most violent man to protect you yeah, or something like that. Because that, that's what allowed you to. It's a hunter gatherer thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're all fucked anyway. up. All right. Well, <laughs> life is wild. Delete all the parts where you said that that Peterson guy's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we're just going to splice them and say that you did it. It's just going to be your voice being like, Michael Peterson definitely is innocent. <laughs> Melissa, you really think so? I don't know. I don't think he did. I think she fell. It is so... I think she fell. I don't know. The children thing is really like, that's kind of changing my mind. It, it actually makes me really sad because when you see those kids and they just, it's like this, I, I don't want to believe that. Well, it's like the John Bonet thing, how they're like, oh, because I think the brother did it. And the the parents are like, well, we lost one daughter. We're not going to say that our son did it. We don't want to lose right. both kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's like this wanting to just, just accept not, it. Right. Right. Because your entire mm-hmm. world's already flipped and you're going to flip yeah. even more if that's the case. And you're just like, I can't allow that. To 12,000 people a year die from falling down the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many of them are pushed by Michael Peterson? <laughs> Two. Two. Um, 12,000 people a year. All right. I guess I could. That's, that makes some sense. Yeah. Most probably mostly old. I mean, I wonder like. Yeah, old or I, I would imagine yeah. a lot are carrying things. That's, probably, That's uh, 0.01 of the population. 2.420 people die from an accidental fall, which is 0.01 of the population and 1.78% of all deaths. And how many people die from owls? Oh my God. Year? Well, do you want to hear this other thing? Do you want to hear this other thing that just came up? <laughs> how, sure. How many people a year die from coconuts? 150 people a year die from coconuts falling from trees. I believe it. You're in a tropical climate. You're hanging out under a tree trying to get some shade. Yeah, you're in Bermuda. 200 people a year die from owl or hawk attack. Uh-huh. 200 people? Yeah. And how many are inside oh. of a house? How many are inside of a house? <laughs> it could have been while she was running into the house. Oh. No, ah. Uh. And then she ran up the stairs. Oh. I mean, I... Uh, all right. Well, Craig, right. Craig right, you're, so I, you're a hard no. I mean, you're a hard yes. He did kill her. You guys are... I mean, you, you <laughs> really do think. Like, that's real. I I don't know. I really don't know. Well, yeah, but I mean... <sighs> what happened, what happened to her camera? There's something in my dog's mouth. What is... Uh-oh. I got it. What was it? I don't want to say what it was. Oh. <laughs> she didn't want to say what. All right. Good talking to you ladies. Thanks, Craig. Craig. Bye. Bye. So let's just talk about this owl theory real quick. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's get into the owl theory. So in 2009, the new theory was raised is that she'd been attacked by an owl outside that she fell after running inside and she was knocked unconscious after hitting her head. Right. So the owl theory, this was raised by a Durham attorney, T. Lawrence Pollard. He's an, a neighbor of the Petersons. He was not involved in the case at all, but he was just following all the public details. He approached the police suggesting an owl might've been responsible 
because he was reading all of the case files and the evidence, and there was a feather listed on the evidence. So Peterson's attorneys determined that the crime lab reported it listed a microscopic owl feather in a wooden sliver from a tree that was entangled in a clump of hair that was pulled out by the roots found in Kathleen's left hand. Yeah. And so the scalp wounds, they look like owl talons scrape the head. It's like three They really do. marks. They really do. And cedar needles were found on her hands and body, which indicate that she had fallen over outside before entering the house. But wouldn't, like, Michael have seen that? Like, if Michael was outside by the pool, wouldn't he have, like, heard or seen her fall down? Well, remember they tested that theory. If someone was screaming by the entrance of the staircase by the house, could he hear it? And they couldn't hear it. Oh, especially if he was laughing so hard at America's (laughs) Funeral. That is true. So, and the blood had splattered up the staircase rather than down. Yeah. And her footprints and her own blood indicated that she was already bleeding before she reached the foot of the stairs. Yeah, interesting. And two drops of her blood were found outside the house on the front walkway. So these owls that are in the area, barred owls, they were known to attack people, just like unprovoked. They randomly just like swooped down. That was beautiful. They're they're common in that area. And one person who's been bitten by an owl described it as being hit with a baseball bat like they just swoop oh in oh my god wow that's crazy. so maybe they, the owl got like tangled in her hair and she's like ah trying to swoop it away that's why there's tufts of hair in her hands wow well i mean it's definitely possible but a barred owl b-a-r-r-e-d yeah okay wow it's and those are big those are those are almost as big as a goose yeah, they're goose. Well, size. I'm on this. I'm on this website that tells you wh- what size it is in relativity, and so the closer it is to a goose, means the bigger it is. That's almost as big as that's, a goose. That's big. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like Craig's theory on the children just like accepting this or like deny being in denial about it because they don't want to lose their dad as well as their mom. Yeah, two moms. Yeah, two moms. A lot of moms. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Man, I don't know. I'm just always under, like, it's very easy. When you look at, like, the simplest explanation and you go, like, that, it's just, it's very easy to, like, do these zigzags of, like, oh, it could have been this, it could have been this, but then, like, the most, it seems like the simplest explanation is their marriage wasn't going great. She had this life insurance and... It just, I don't know. It's like, that yeah. seems very plausible to me. What, do, yeah. what, do you, what did he kill her with then, if not the poker? His pet owl. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he did have another poker or something that he did get rid of. Maybe. Possible. I yeah, I don't. Or she just I fell and those are just from cracking her head on the stairs. Yeah. So all three theories. We're going to go with all three theories on this one. I don't know. I really don't know. If you think you know what happened, uh, Melissa, where where can people find us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can send us an Instagram message or Twitter message at webcrawlerspod or on Facebook. We have a Reddit page. There's a lot of gossip on there. Hot goss about whether or not people hate me. 
<laughs> there is there is a thread about whether or not people hate me going right now. So and, and everyone and everyone does not. They're like, I don't get the alley yeah. hate. And everyone's like, Yeah, me neither. Oh, I should check it out and join. join it's all in. all the replies are people who were like, Oh, it's a pro, insane. It's become I a pro alley thread. It is. It has been. Oh, that's great. Well, I'll get on there. I'll get on there and and put it back to the direction it should be going. <laughs> Your fake username. I hate Allie. I hate Allie sixty nine four twenty. Allie's voice makes me my skin crawl. <laughs> At hotmail dot org. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know what you think about this and. Uh, for you lucky patrons, you'll get to see the really just insane Zoom. <laughs> it was Zoom. a whole, it was a real experience. Yeah, this is a Zoom experience. You get to see my dog eating a toenail. You get to see Maria, <laughs> Maria's boyfriend in the flesh. Uh, just my a, prank. a lot of Zoom pranks. So anyways, yeah, tune in. Uh, I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. I'm Maria. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.